Welcome to another edition of Pause with the Pastors. I'm Tammy Jackson, the Senior Pastor at Anniston First United Methodist Church. I'm here today with Kyle Braun, one of our Associate Pastors. He preached this past Sunday, the second Sunday in Advent, on the topic of peace, and we wanted to talk a little bit more about that. Kyle, why don't you catch us up and tell us a little bit more about your sermon? Yeah, so we talked about peace, and one of the things that we typically think about during Advent is peace as it relates to nonviolence. And this year, with our sermon series on making room um, for the holy, making space and things like that, I thought, while that is important, one of the reasons we make room, one of the ways we make room for God is by making room for others. And one of the ways that we can achieve peace in our world is by making space at the table for other people, um, particularly people who are different than us um, and who are hard to love. And we all have people in our lives who are different than us and are challenging to love, who think differently, who have different worldviews. Maybe they're um, a different race or ethnicity, and that's challenging. And it's a lot easier to stay within our group or tribe than it is to get to know someone else or to invite people um, to be a part of our lives and a part of our church that are, are different than ourselves. Yes. So when you talk about welcoming others as a way of, of welcoming God, that very much fits with Matthew 25, when Jesus told that story of um, when you do these things to, to the others, um, you've done them to me and people didn't recognize. They're like, when did we do that to you? Mm-hmm. Well, you did it when you did it to others. Um, so it does involve how we treat other people. And we do tend to gravitate toward people who are like us because that's easy. It's so easy. Um, to build relationships with people who are different from us takes effort and work. Um, we have to be willing to change, <laughs> to expand our viewpoints and our horizons. And that's we're not always interested in doing that. We should, but we don't always want to. Yeah. And it's incredibly vulnerable too, because we, especially today, like we all want to be right all the time. Mm -hmm. We never want to admit that we might be um, challenged and our viewpoint might change. And so to put ourselves in a situation where we might actually not only see another perspective or other side, but actually begin to shift our position that, that for some of us is terrifying, especially when we're in a season of anxiety and uncertainty that does not seem to be going away. We don't like to create any more un- unnecessary um, anxiety or um, conflict that we can avoid. So That too seems very much like the work that Jesus did when he was on earth because he asked people to revisit to examine their conclusions and their perspectives and make room for other people. And the religious people of his day were unable to do that, unable or unwilling to do so. Um, But he also brought into that fold those people who had too low an opinion of themselves, who felt excluded. He often talk about, we want to run around putting up fences to say, this is what's right. This is what's inside. This is what we're supposed to do. And Jesus seems to be coming along behind us, digging up those fence posts and going, no, no, this isn't about keeping people out. This is about embodying people in. Right. And one of the things that I failed to mention, you know, we we always forget things. So we we try our best to memorize our sermons and then then we inevitably forget something. And one of the things I, I forgot to mention 
was um, he really didn't show any partiality. Certainly, like, he was frustrated with the religious leaders, but even those people, like, he still invites Nicodemus to dine with him at the table. Like, he still gives them an opportunity um, to grow and to change and to reconsider their their perspectives and opinions. Mm-hmm. As I read through those Gospels, I sometimes get frustrated because he gets in a conflict with some of them. And then the next thing you know, he's in a Pharisee's house having dinner. And I'm like, why do you keep going there where you know you're going to get in an argument? But he does it because he wanted to reach them too. Right. And that reminds me of one thing that that I didn't think about and that is incredibly difficult for us in the church or just in, in life in general. And that is conflict is not always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It is not a bad thing, but we are conflict averse. But significant transformation can happen in the midst of conflict if we stay in it and if we don't don't just kind of opt out. Um, mm-hmm. Some serious transformation can really happen. It's uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. We don't like it, but that's how people change. That's how we change. That's right. And we don't want that conflict to be violent or ugly. You stay away from name calling, those kinds Absolutely. of things. But every conversation about differences has to start with that conflict, a kind conflict, where we're sharing our perspectives and being willing um, to listen. You showed a really provocative um, video at the end of your sermon, which I thought was excellent, um, that paired those um, contrasting views and helped people build bridges and then revealed their strong differences. And it seemed to me like, Every pair in that, um, I can't really call it a commercial because it was longer than that, maybe a public service announcement or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, They all seem to have changed a little bit because it reminded me that so very often we have an opinion based on an idea or a philosophy. But when we put a face on it, Mm -hmm. suddenly there's a kinder, softer approach to that. The video didn't endorse either side, didn't Mm-mm. call anybody wrong. It simply said, build bridges and not walls was, I mean, what I got from it. Yeah. Build a table and sit down and, yep. and share. Absolutely. And I don't know that many things are any more needed in today's culture than people who are willing to be peacemakers, who are willing to not escalate every conflict into a war and an I hate you because you disagree with me and people who are willing to pull up a chair at a table and say, let me hear your story. Mm -hmm. Um, Let let me understand your pain or your joy because my experience has been different. And that seems like a tremendous opportunity in the world today for Christians. I think so too. So that was our second Sunday in Advent. We've talked about hope and we've talked about peace, two things greatly needed. We'll continue with the third week of Advent this coming Sunday. Join us for worship either in the sanctuary at 1400 Noble Street or online. Um, You can find it on our our, um, website, anistonfirst.info. You'll find a a link to worship with us online there. Um, So we hope that you look for and build um, bridges in this coming week.